0: welcome to this edition of the kids ministry collective podcast where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more so sit back relax and enjoy this edition of the kids ministry collective podcast welcome to another episode of the kids ministry collective podcast my name is tom bump and i'm your host hey thanks for joining me on this episode I am super glad that you are here. I just want to say this isn't a a sponsored episode. In fact, it's self-sponsored by KMC Coaching. Now, if you have been in ministry for any length of time, hopefully you know that everybody does better with a coach. Think about leaders that you look up to in ministry that you respect in ministry. I bet you if you ask them, have you ever been personally coached? The majority of them will say yes. Because you see, developing leadership and being a leader, a high capacity leader, as we like to say, doesn't just come natural. Yes, God equips and gifts. But one of the things that I have learned over the many years of talking with a lot of leaders who I respect and look up towards, they've all been coached, they've all invested financially into someone who can help them develop themselves. I am so grateful that years ago, and I wished I had done this earlier. So if you're a younger leader, if you're a new leader to ministry, one of the best things you can invest in is a leadership coach. And I want you to consider KMC coaching. Uh, Yeah, it's what I do. It's what God has led me to. Uh, This is what I do full-time along with restoring leaders, but I'm here to walk alongside leaders. And One of the things that I learned from my coach was that it's not so much about the how-to-do ministry. It's about the why and the what. It's about understanding what it takes to lead teams and to grow a ministry and to move it from a maintenance mindset to a growth mindset. So if you'd be interested in talking to me about KMC Coach coaching, feel free to go over to kmccoach.net and hit the the let's talk button or the schedule a call button. And I would be glad to sit with you for a a few moments and talk through what are you looking for? How do you want to grow? What are your current struggles? And we develop a custom program for you. There's no other courses to buy. I'm not going to be upselling you on anything. It's straightforward, personal. Let's talk. Let's grow. Let's, let me help you develop a ministry that God has put inside your heart. So if you're interested, reach out. I no longer will be doing any free coaching. I used to offer that, but I found that honestly, guys, people just weren't invested in it. And so, yes, there's a fee to it. But trust me, I'll work with your budget. I can make it affordable. And trust me, you are worth investing in. I believe it. Do you? Now, in this episode, we're going to be talking about shiny penny syndrome. Um, One of the things that caught me up a lot when I was a younger leader was the shiny penny syndrome. And I'll explain what that is on this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. So thanks for listening and joining me on there. Yeah, the shiny penny syndrome uh, is an interesting syndrome and it catches so many leaders. And it's not just younger leaders, Uh, it can catch us more seasoned uh, leaders. You know, shiny penny syndrome starts off by looking like this it's where we just don't stick to anything in particular. A shiny penny, nothing really sticks to it at first. It's so shiny and new and And it's such a smooth penny that when you find one, it's like, oh, wow. Well, here's the thing. A shiny penny syndrome leader will go, oh, another penny. Oh, another penny. Oh, another penny. And instead of staying the course, instead of staying focused, you're a kind of leader that if something gets a little challenging, it gets difficult, you decide, I need to change it. Now, listen, I'm not sharing anything that I haven't been guilty of. Okay. So this is, this is Tom (laughs) being real and being transparent that this is what used to snag me. And one of the things that my coach helped me discover is that I had a hard time staying the course on things. When it got challenging, I got uncomfortable. And rather than pushing it through, I started to realize. I wanted to go after another penny. And uh, you know what? That really loses credibility with your senior leadership and your volunteers. Sometimes volunteers won't stick around us because they see that we've got shiny penny syndrome because we're constantly jumping from the next thing to the next thing. I had a volunteer confess to me one time that she really didn't like it when I went to conferences because I came back. with quote unquote, more shiny pennies. And I had all these brilliant ideas and we decided we're going to jump to this and then we're going to jump to that. Listen, shiny penny syndrome can be dangerous if you don't stick to the course. So one of the things that I lead my coaching students in is helping us figure out, do you have shiny penny syndrome? Because every leader has it in some area. So we want to find those areas and we want to help diagnose them and then we want to put in some steps and some boundaries that prevent you from ruining your leadership credibility by jumping and finding a new shiny penny. So, have you thought about it? Have you recently jumped and tried to change something? I've seen people in Facebook groups go, well, I, I want to change curriculums again because I'm just not happy with this curriculum. Well, Before you jump curriculums, why? Uh, Is it something doctrinally? Is there something biblically wrong with the curriculum? Or are you as a leader just bored with it? Are you not digging into all that it has to offer? Have you reached out to the publisher and asked for help and encouragement or some new ideas? Before you go find another shiny penny, think about it what you're doing. Maybe it just needs to be tweaked. Maybe there's some lessons to learn in the failures or the struggles of it all. You know, when I was hiking in Yosemite one time, one of the things that I discovered about myself is I like to find the easy way out. Um, Shiny penny. (laughs) When things got hard, I tried finding shortcuts. And uh, I really experienced a touch from God, a voice from God in my spirit saying, push through. I want to encourage you, if you're struggling with shiny penny syndrome, push through it. Don't let the enemy take you off course and distract you with another penny. If you know that what you have to steward is what is from God, stay the course. Okay, so that's, that's one of the symptoms of shiny penny syndrome is you can't stick with something for a long period of time. I also want to tell you that here's the thing that I've learned about shiny penny syndrome. Not everything that's shiny is for you. Again, let me go back to the curriculum example. I see a lot of leaders struggling and and going, well, I want to change curriculums. What's working? Listen, be very careful. Who publishes the curriculum, how they publish the curriculum, who writes the curriculum, what is their theology what is their statement of faith? These things do matter, and I hope it matters to you. If it doesn't, you need to talk with your senior leadership about that, or let's talk because I can tell you why that's dangerous. You see, you need to make sure you know where you're going and what it fit, if whether this curriculum actually fits your style, your culture, and where your end goals are. See again, if if you want to be a strong leader and you want to last, let me give you some insight that I wished I had learned earlier too. You've got to know your finish line. I posted a little graphic of that uh, last week in some of the Facebook groups and on some of my social media accounts. Do you know your finish line? Do you know where you're going? And are you determined that you're going to finish the race and finish the course? And sometimes jumping curriculums can really put you off track. You know, During the Olympics, I was watching the steeplechase. And let me tell you, that is a crazy event. People running around a track, and then all of a sudden, uh, there's a, a hurdle that has water on the other side of it. Um, you know what? It, it, it's like, you know what? That, that's not a race for me. I am not built for jumping over hurdles, nor am I jumping over hurdles in water. And here's the thing, uh, I got to know that at the end of the race, there, there's a reason why I'm running that race, and that reason would be I, I'm going to die if I keep running that kind of stuff. So not everything is for you, and and so I understand that, and I'm good with that. You'll never see me in the Olympics, in 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 the steeple days. but you will see me developing a team and building curriculum that works. In our church, because I want to help children become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. I want to see them meet Jesus and I want to see them start to grow in Jesus before I hand them off to the student ministry. Some of us get caught up in technology or apps. I dare you right now to look on your phone. Go ahead. I'll give you permission. Look at your phone. And how many apps do you have? And how many apps do you have that you haven't used since you downloaded it? If you've got more than a page or two on your phone, you've got shiny penny syndrome. Because you just hear about a new app and, ooh, I got to download it. Ooh, I got to have that. Ooh, I got to have that. I've watched children's ministry leaders spend thousands and thousands of dollars on, Ooh, look at that new thing. Ooh, wow. Somebody's got a new course. Ooh, somebody's got a new webinar. Ooh, somebody's got this and you download it or you sign up for it. And then you never go watch it or you never follow through with it. Yeah. That's shiny penny syndrome. And you know what? Not everything out there is for you. I'm finally learning after all these years of ministry that it's okay. I don't need to attend every webinar. I don't need to see every special course that's coming out. And yes, some are shiny and some look fancy. You know, I've found that not everything that's shiny is great (laughs) because a shiny penny is still a penny. It's only worth one cent. So we've got to be careful about what we jump to because not everything is for us. Now, here's another thing about shiny penny syndrome. You can lose a penny just as fast as you can find it. Meaning you can lose the ground that you've gained in ministry just as fast as you can lose as fast as you can find it. If you're not doing things for the right reasons, you can lose it. If you're not caring for your team and serving and loving them, you can lose them. If you're not letting God guide your steps, if you haven't committed your path to him, you can lose your way. You know, Proverbs says to commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. When we fail to commit these plans, when we fail to seek God for the plan, God, what curriculum do you want me to use? And then stay with it. Stay with it for a good season so that you can see fruit from the children. How do you know the curriculum is failing if you've only used it for one year? How do you do that? One of the things that we work when I work with with people and work with leaders in the coaching programs is we want to make sure that we set up a good evaluation, some things that we can really measure because we want to see fruit. We're supposed to be seeing fruit from the work that we do. And here's the thing, if we're not doing those things, then we can lose those pennies as fast as we found them. If we don't know how to serve and be a servant leader of others, we're going to lose credibility. We're going to lose team members. We're going to lose friends. You see, they need to know you're serving them and that you love them, not just for what they do, but really more for who they are than what they do. When I've had leaders struggle with volunteers and getting volunteers, I, I one time I've asked, well, not one time, I've asked, I ask every one of my coaching students, so what's the next thing you're going to do to show someone that you love and value them for who they are? How are you going to invest in them spiritually? Now, if your team is large, then you've got to, you've got to divide this out amongst others. You've got to have the Jesus 12, 3, 1 principle. You got to recruit 12, pour into three and really get into one so that you can become a multiplication table instead of an addition table. See, a lot of leaders come in with an addition leader, addition table mentality that they think they're the ones that just add to the team rather than getting others to do the ministry with you so that you can multiply again. Those are pennies that you find and you can find them quickly and you can keep them when you invest in them. When you pour into them, you can keep them shiny because you're, you're polishing them and you're, you're rubbing against them and you're, you're, you're putting them in a good place, the right place to serve that they love to serve. See, sometimes we lose volunteer. Well, I don't want to tell you too much because I'll say that for the coaching people, but you get the idea. You need to keep the penny invested and you need to keep that penny cared for. Now, one more thing before I wrap up this episode, don't misjudge a penny. What do you mean don't misjudge? Well, again, I see a lot of leaders struggling with what we struggled with before the pandemic, volunteers. I want to encourage you, don't especially in this season, don't misjudge the worth of a penny, meaning don't prejudge and misjudge a potential volunteer. You know, sometimes you just look at a penny. Maybe you've got one around you. Take it out and look at it for a second. You're going, yeah, Tom, it's worth one cent. Yeah. You know what? Again, you get the right kind of penny. And let me tell you, you can find a penny that's worth a whole lot more. For instance, there's a 1944 steel steel wheat penny that's worth $110,000. Or <laughs> there's a 1943 copper wheat penny out there. Multiples of them, I guess. And they're worth over $85,000. Or maybe you'll get fortunate in your penny collection and find an 1856 Flying Eagle. It's worth $25,000. Woo! Going to start raiding the penny count. <laughs> Going to start doing a penny offering and start examining every penny now. You might just fund your entire ministry for a long time. You see, you can look at a penny and go, eh, it's just a penny. It's a cent to coin and misjudge it and miss some of the most amazing volunteers. I had a gentleman who came into my ministry years ago. I watched him. He was a dad of a little, very shy girl, but, Oh, he was a total girl dad. And he loved that young lady and he cared for her. And he walked her into the children's ministry every week and gave her a big hug. I watched him engage with her every Sunday as, as she would leave. Hey, what'd you learn this morning, honey? Did you have a good time? And you know what? <laughs> I started watching that dad. And I started thinking, you know what? This guy would make an awesome volunteer. And when I first went up to him, he was like, Oh no, PT, uh, I'm 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 terrified. I I'm I'm terrified to even, you know, parent my daughter how am I supposed to lead kids? And I said, just be yourself. He's like, yeah, but I'm not cool. And I'm not funny. And I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, I've watched you on stage and I can't do all the silly characters and funny voices. And I, I can't be that crazy guy. And I said, that's good. I don't want you to be that crazy guy. In fact, I just want you to come in and be you. Just be who God wired you to be. And love the other kids like you love your daughter. Just be there for them. Be present with them. Care about them. Listen to them. Ask them questions. You'll learn their world fast enough. Just be there. And do you know what? He started coming. I had him just assist in a, in a boys third grade small group with one of my strong leaders. Another guy that I recruited. Um. He was a big biker dad, and he had two twins, a boy and a girl, and I just loved the way he led his family, and I said, dude, I need you in our children's ministry. I got some boys that need you to help them become young men, and so then I put these two guys together, and they were spectacular. In fact, the one guy who was the shy guy, I guess I'll nickname him, he ended up I ended up after a few weeks uh, of a few months actually watching him and going, you know what? I need you up on stage with me. And he was like, Oh no. I said, I just want you to come up and help me with the opening. You get to be the guy who's just the, the straight cut and dry host. Uh, I just want you to come up, welcome the kids. I'm going to come up and interrupt you usually with something wild and crazy. And you just, we're, we're just going to have some fun together. Can you handle it? And you know what? He was terrified the first time. He, he was so like, I'm going to stick to my notes and I'm like all over the place and, and no, no way to stay. And you know what? After a, a couple rough weeks where some weeks it went really bad and some weeks it went really good, you know what? That man became one of the most amazing stage leaders. And after I left the church, he continued on. In fact, They found another guy that was totally goofy that took over in my place. And it was awesome. What a blessing. But if I had just judged the penny, I would have said, yeah, this guy's really shy. It's really quiet. I don't think he could do it. But I saw something else and I asked God to show me something else. And you know what? I found an amazing volunteer. I think for some of you that are struggling, I hope I'm giving you something that's really a value here because I want to pour value into you. I hope that you'll go look through your church congregation, especially if you're short-handed right now. Look at young people. Look at parents. Look at grandparents. Look at singles. And just let God show you the hidden value. Maybe there's some steel wheat pennies in your group. Maybe there's some copper wheat pennies and maybe some flying eagles that All you got to do is go up and say, hey, would you come in and just watch? Would you come sit and listen? Would you come be a part and be a visitor? Would you you come and help me with snacks or come help with this or that? Would you be security? I mean, that's how I got my biker dad. I recruited him for my security team first. Then he saw what was going on in small groups and decided, hey, I want to do it. So let me tell you, shiny penny syndrome has its negatives, but even in the negatives, you can find positives. Shiny pennies can be beautiful and be of great value if they're committed to God. Commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. I hope that this podcast has been an encouragement to you. I hope that maybe you've gotten a little taste of some of the KMC coaching, and if you found value in it and you feel like I could help you, Hey, I would love to talk to you. It would be a blessing and it would be my honor to walk beside you for a season. I love doing coaching calls. It just energizes me because I know this is what God has called me to. This isn't a side hustle. This isn't just something I thought I would do and call myself a coach. I've been trained. I've been, I've been studying. I've been preparing. And I want to serve you. I want to help you reach more. I want to help you lead more. I want to help you build your kingdom, not your kingdom, but God's kingdom. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, my friends, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've gotten some chunks or some pieces. (laughs) And uh, I hope that God just continues to grow in this season of challenge, in this new now. I hope that you can see ahead and know that God has something great for you. So God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump. Thanks again for sharing this episode with others, uh, sharing about the podcast with others. Thanks for letting me know you're listening. I would sure love to hear from you in the Facebook group or a a message. Um, I love seeing it when people apply for the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. When you're answering those questions and you say, hey, I've been listening to the podcast. It's been an encouragement to me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing that. This last week, I, I welcomed a few new members into the Facebook group and was so blessed to see several of them say, I, I've listened to your podcast and now I want to join the group and be a part of the community. Please be a part of our community. Please get in there and share. Don't just join a Facebook group to join a Facebook group. There's a lot of people that do that and they join and then they never contribute. Uh, hey, listen, we want you to contribute. We want this Facebook group to be active active and helping and encouraging. So make sure you read the rules about how to post answer the questions when you apply to get into the group. And uh, Hey, we hope to see you in there and we hope you'll listen to another episode real soon. God bless you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this edition of the kids ministry collective podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.